Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a virgin, we got a threesome issue, and a girl making her meatballs. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Times Square, New York City. That's right. We have changed locations. It's a new day in J Train Podcast history. Um, we have left Stand Up New York Labs. We wish them well. We wish them the best. Stand Up New York was very good to me personally. Um, they took a chance on a young rascal with a dream. And you know what? The we were doing the podcast there. What? How many years, Shelby? Five. Yeah, about five. Five yeah. years of podcasting. Long That's a time. lot of me talking bullshit. So, um, I mean, I can go through the brief history. You know it, maybe, or if you're a new listener, I was host. I I, I used to write at Total Frat Move. I asked them to do a podcast. They were kind of like, "What's a podcast?" I said. Perfect. They had followers. They had an audience that I liked. So I went back to New York, and I heard that Stand Up New York was opening a, a studio. And then I said, hey, I got someone that will promote it. I'll host it. You produce it. Boom. We have a marriage. Uh, then, you know, as time went on, Total Frat Move wanted to start a new podcast, and the show was more me than it was Total Frat Move, so it became the J-Train Podcast. A lot of you reference that today. You say, I'm here from the old TFM days, and I always appreciate you guys listening still. Um, but the show is more me, and, that, and I'm happy that we have a whole new listenership that's evolved. We've gone from dudes writing in about shitting their pants to women writing in about shitting their pants. So we've really come a long way. But we have um, now, you know, last episode I talked about, you know, when the pants don't fit, that's when you make a move. That's when you make a change discomfort. And it's not to say that I, I felt that we could grow uh, on our own. We brought Shelby along. Shelby, say what's up. Yo. There we go. Always, We're, we're always in, in tandem. Um, we're going to have the same great show just from a new studio. And I want to give them, uh, and I was, so thank you Stand Up New York. They were great to us, but it was time to make a change because the answer to all your questions is money. Um, if you're wondering why something happens, think of money first, always first. And this show, we felt we could get advertisers that reflected the audience. And I always say to you when I read an ad, um, I'm giving you free money. That's the whole exchange of this whole thing. You get entertainment. I get an ad that comes in here and the ad says, hey, we'll give them this much money off because they listen to you. So how do I get the listeners here the, the best free money they could ask for. And so now we got a whole new team. We got uh, a new member of the team, Fanny. Thank you for joining. She just gave a big fist pump. And we're very excited about this new beginning, but the same old show uh, that you guys know and love. And keep telling your friends. That's the only way this works. You, this is a user-driven podcast. You send in your emails. We answer the emails. You tell a friend. You feather my nuts. Oh, does it feel good. When you guys tell me how you're listening, where you're listening, DMs, tweets, Snapchats, Facebook, keep letting people know. 
Do me a favor. Take a snap. Uh, take a screenshot of your screen right now. Make it your Instagram story. That's the non-invasive way to feather my nuts. To let me know you're listening. I'll send you a heart on Instagram. I'll DM you back. Listen. Last of all, last announcement I'm going to do, and last thank you I'm going to do. We are here at Nutmeg Studios. Nutmeg Studios. Listen, this is a premier place. We are sitting in a real live booth. It's like a fishbowl. Shelby's at a huge, got a lot of knobs and things in front of him. It looks professional. They do real stuff. So if you're in audio, visual, whatever you're in, uh, take, check out what Nutmeg's doing. That's where we're, they're in the heart of Midtown. So if you have any, they're giving us, you know, somewhat of a deal. So <laughs> if they want us to name Nutmeg, and I, I'm already impressed. There's a kitchen with coffee. There's bathrooms. We used to be shitting on the street. And <laughs> now we got a bathroom. Shelby's sitting there drinking champagne. This place is unbelievable. So Nutmeg Studios were at, so pumped to be a part of their family. Um, and let's get to the show. I'm pumped about And today's guest makes perfect sense um, um, for today. Hold on. I'm going to turn that down a little bit. There we go. <laughs> um, today's guest makes perfect sense because we're talking about transition. We're talking about change. People, you know, we've come from one place to another. We're now at Nutmeg Studios, Nutmeg Studios, Nutmeg Studios. We are there right now, and today's guest is a perfect example. Hold on. Shelby, are you hearing a little twinge? We're getting used to the new thing. Yep, a little feedback. We're hearing a little bit of a, a, a ring. A ting, a feedback, a ting. Yeah, it feels like, uh, like, like uh, steely. Yeah, it's a Here? it's a hair feedback, but it's not there now. And now it's gone. Well, oh I'm no, loud. there it is. Oh, maybe I should back up. Yeah, yeah I'm is just that better? Down. Okay. Don't, yeah. Don't modulate yourself. I'll, yeah. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna keep this in. We want to show the listeners that yeah. we're trying to work through a the new mistakes. place. This happens. Nope, pants don't fit. That's how we get better. <laughs> That's how you lose weight. Is when the pants don't fit. We're now wearing new pants. We're trying to. Figure this out. And that's why I'm t- excited about today's guest. He makes perfect sense. I don't know. You know, sometimes the podcast gods abide. And they bring you the perfect guest for a new thing. And I'm excited to have him here. Dean Del Rey, thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Super funny comic. And also, you have a past where you were a musician for 25 years. I was. I you, was, man. And you had bands and you were part of the yeah. music community. Yep. And then you went to get into comedy. That's what I did. Exactly. And, I mean, does this, you, this must feel like, you know, just like it feels we like go from Stand Up New York Labs to Nutmeg, you went from music to comedy. Well, first of all, I, gotta, I love your uh, cat box in here. Yep, we got a cat box. I got a cat box in the uh, studio. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to get used to this, too. This yeah. is different. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I love the cat box. For, I'm going to go pee in there later. I, I don't even need the bathroom. I was thinking about it. It's just like <laughs> just pee rocks right there. But, I mean, I've been in studios all my life. I don't know what the fuck that's for. It, it makes <laughs> no sense. There's a brick one, a yeah. wood one, and a rock one. Yep. Almost. It's It's got to be symbolic of something. Some kind of uh, special tones. Yeah. yeah. Those are tone rocks. Tone stones. <laughs> tone stones. Yeah, they should put that. Nutmeg Studios, we got tone stones. Home of the tone Nobody stones. Nobody even knows what the fuck it is. They're like, no. yeah, they got tone stones, right? No, I mean, it is a weird aesthetic, but. Yeah. All good. Anyway, uh, yeah, I did play music uh, my whole life. Now, yeah. we make a change like this. What was the change? What was the thing you were like, I got to do it? Well, I played. Uh, I wanted to do comedy my whole life, like yeah. as a kid. But there was no kids doing comedy on the in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, even though I was worshiping like uh, George Carlin and Pryor and Cheech and Chong. Yeah, 
you know, uh, they those guys seemed like adults to me. Yeah. Uh, now, when I look back, they were probably, you know, they were only Your like age. 22, 23, 24. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I was like, you know, 12, 13 years old, but that's, they seemed old because they had sideburns and yeah. part their hair on the side and shit, you know? <laughs> You're jumping out of bed. You don't even shower. Yeah, yeah. That, but I mean, they just looked old, like older sure. dudes. And then real, later on, you're like, oh, those guys weren't even that old at all. Yeah. You know, but, um, yes, you know, I didn't know how to get into uh, doing comedy, you know. Uh, but music seems like one of those things foreign to me. Like, Right. But, you- but in the you got to look in the 70s. I'm 52. So in the 70s. Everyone in the block had guitars, yeah, and were starting bands, you know. And Every garage had oh, n- noise coming out of it. Absolutely, man. It was just weird. So then you just, you know, it was just like what. And also, rock music was so big in the yeah. '70s that it was just like you grew your hair out and you was like, hey, yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. Sure, but there were, you could play music. In a garage with no one around, you couldn't really just do comedy at your yeah. house. You know what I mean? Your mom looking at you being like, what the hell's going on here? I think we're getting their sound, the room mic's We're hearing the room mic. Yep. In there. Listen, the pants are going to fit one day. Yeah. I, was there someone in comedy that kind of shepherded you in? Like, you're doing music, you're on the road. You play yeah. with the Wallflowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this is like... I toured with the Wallflowers. You to- yeah. I mean, that's I, insane. I, I opened for a lot of great people. Lenny Kravitz, uh, Black Crows, that's- uh, Lucinda Williams. Yeah, great, great acts over my years, you know. Mother Hips. Um, and the chicks must have been... You know, dude, it's like... To me, it was always for real, like just straight up music, yeah. man. You know what I mean? It's it was, so funny. The, the first thing I think, I'm like, Lenny yeah. Kravitz, let me get yeah. his you know, his side chick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I think that, you know, like when once you get up and rolling, you're just kind of more like, oh, I got to survive. And the, you know sure. what I mean? It's like, if you're like a rock dummy, like, yeah, dude, all right. You know, but if you're trying to do something, yeah. uh, it's it's a lot like comedy. All you're trying to do is, is just do, the thing. Is do the thing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? The ne- When's the next gig? Wins this and that, you know. I see eye to eye with that very much. So. Yeah. I, I um, so you're playing, but was there one person that you met that was like you got? There we go. The wallflowers were playing them in. <laughs> there you go. The, is there one person you met that was like, you got, you know, that you gave you advice, like what to gets do you to, comedy? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking you're at a certain age. You yeah. started older. Like, yeah. For you, I started at 44. Yeah. So it's not like you're walking in and seeing like. Hey, yeah. uh, people your age at open mics. Yeah. So oh, someone... no, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was brutal. Now, you know what, though? Here's another delusional thing, and thank God I was kind of delusional. Yeah. Um, you know, I started watching uh, comedy again around in 06. Okay. I was living in L.A., and I had stopped playing music, and I was uh, selling motorcycles. Okay. You know, I was like, well, this is my new life. Sure. Uh, I work at Harley-Davidson. Yeah. All right, cool. And then um, I started going to see comedy, and the guys I was seeing were older dudes, you know? Yeah. Marin, CK, uh-huh. uh, you know. Uh, and Bur- you're in L.A. You're Bur- the, yeah. Right. I'm seeing, you know, all these guys. They were in their 40s, you yeah. know, at the time. And so I was like, oh, well, there's no... There's no ageism in this, you know. Little did I know that they'd been doing it 20 years. Well, well, it's interesting that you say that. Like, we have a lot of listeners that are sitting at a desk right now and thinking, what the fuck is this life? Is this what I'm doing? 
You know, yeah. kind of in the same way that you're sitting selling Harley Davidson saying, I guess that's me now. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, to anyone, I mean, I was selling life insurance and yeah. then started doing comedy. So, right. like, you know, and I do understand what you're saying with the delusion. Yeah. You, I would. I don't think I could go back and redo the things yeah. that got me to here at Nutmeg Studios with you right now. Yeah, yeah, man. I look at like what how, I've done almost four thousand shows, and so stand up. Yeah, yeah. So when I look at do you the, count? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, I I count because what happened was when I started comedy, I just kind of threw it down in my notes. Yeah. For fun, you know what I mean? Like just to, and so, you kept it going. So yeah, I kept it going. So this is this year. This is oh year, wow, year number nine. I'm at 180. That's hilarious. You know, for the year so far, but I was just counting just because I thought it would be like, I, I didn't even really count like count. I just the first gig I did, I wrote it yeah. in my phone. Like and it just hey, became I did stand up, you know, yeah. on uh, you know December 6, 2009. I would love to have known the count. Oh. Like, because like, people ask. A lot of people are shocked. They're like, well, you know, what, what are you going on again? I'm like, every night. Every night. You know? two, <laughs> two, three times Yeah, that's the deal. Yeah. So, listen, all of you, I've seen you on stage. Dean is so funny as well. All of you need to go follow Dean, at Dean Del Rey. He's going to be at Nick's Comedy Club. I know we got a lot of Boston people. He's going to be there this Thursday, the 7th. He's going to be at the Cellar in Vegas. Cellar Vegas, both of us are going to be there. He's going to be there the 27th through the 1st, Cellar Vegas. I'm going to be there the 20th through 25th of June. If you guys want to go to the Cellar Vegas, I always talk about trips and group trips. You need tent pole events. Yeah. You need one event a day that gets the group together. Then you go out and get hammered and get your, and, and get your story out there. But you need those tent poles. So if you want to go to the cellar in Vegas, if you're planning on being there on one of those weekends, the 20th through 25th or the 27th through 20, uh, 27th through 1st of July, CC Social gets you cheaper tickets. You're welcome. That's free money. Also, Dean Del Rey has a podcast. Let There Be Talk. Love that name. Yeah. What do you If you could give the two-minute rundown of Let There Be Talk, what would you tell the listeners? Uh, if you love music, uh, you're going to want to listen to this because I get uh, – Rock stars on that a lot of people don't get, and it's long, long format conversations. Well, this is the thing. These podcasts are all about relationships. Yep, that's you know, it. we met at the cellar. Yep. Hey, come on my podcast. And then it, that's the way it works out. You have relationships with people that people with podcasts don't have access to. Yeah, right. 25 years. You that's know what crazy. I, mean? I know. And, and you know what's even crazier is... Uh, that that they do it, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? I'm and they're about, pumped to do it. I'm talking about huge guys like Josh Homme, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh shit! You know, uh, Allison Mosshart from The Kills. Uh, you know, just crazy stars of uh, like right now and uh, and the old days. I've had on like some well, you just told guys. you told me in the bathroom you you were with Primus. Yeah, Primus and Mastodon last night. <laughs> Fucking amazing. So yeah. all of you, let there be talk. You can get that in the way. You know, I went and looked back at Dean's. Uh, podcast when I go when I have a guest on that I don't really know as well yeah I go listen to a podcast they've been on and the best way to do that laughable that's the app you can find any podcast on laughable go download it now because you can go look up a guy like Dean Del Rey you'll be like oh I loved him from J Train now you can see all the things he's been guests on and all the things in his podcast so laughable app is the best podcast out app that is out there let's do some emails our first email from the nutmeg studio are you ready yep i'm ready at uh jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com dean del rey at dean del rey on twitter and instagram go follow go support nutmeg studios jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we're gonna do a first 
we'll start with a would you rather. We yeah. do this a hypothetical. All right. We do these from time to time. Okay. Would you rather date someone that expects you to buy their alcohol and or- orders only double shot top shelf drinks, but is a nine nine two? Okay, we have a uh, rating system here on the podcast. Yeah, 992. It's an area code method, face, body, personality. Right. Girls or guys can use it. So face, body, personality, they're a 992. You have to buy them their drinks, only top shelf, double shot drinks. Okay? Yep. Or you date someone that buys their own alcohol and orders a beer when you buy, when you buy but is a 338. Face, body, personality, 338, but buys all the alcohol and only gets a beer when you order. Just to make this harder, there's a six-date minimum, no sex till after the seventh date. Wow. So you got to go on seven dates to get fucked. Right. But you're one with a 992, high-end shit, or no shit, and just a beer with a 338. Man. I go neither of. There's my, a lot of information. I, I don't go out with <laughs> anyone that, that drinks, man. No but, drinking. Nah, you're not I, a drinker. I'm not a drinker, and I and and you know it always turns into like just rotten. There's that all of a sudden one secret night the monster comes out. You're like, whoa, who yeah. is this person? Sure. You know, and they it's try like, to <laughs> they try to hide it for a few dates. Yeah. And then that one date you're out, uh, you know. And and all of a sudden they're like five drinks in. You're like, whoa, this this person's pounding. Yeah. You know, and then they just become the monster. You know what I mean? And That's then true. later on, they look at you like, well, you're just no fun. You yeah, know yeah. You're, you're like, not doing. You're not drinking like I am anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm 52, man. I'm, I'm tons of fun. <laughs> I'm tired. I like to lay around. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I like to do shit that you. I, I like to do shit once a night, once a week. Go out. Oh, I meet those people at after shows all the time. Yeah. They're like, hey. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> They're an immediate monster. Yeah. You're a cutie. Especially after shows when you've had nothing. Right. And they're on like, that's a tough That's a tough part about being out in any entertainment yep. is that you're out every night and it's these people's biggest night of their life. Yeah, we're just at work. Yeah. And It'd then, be like if we went to their job during the day, shit face, it was like, <laughs> hey, man. You know. and, and then ready to do happy hour yeah. afterwards. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I, I don't know if I can deal. Rails a blow. I'm going yeah. with, um, here's the problem with this, with this would you rather. Yeah. It's the seventh date to get fucked. Yeah. If you go on seven dates with someone that you're not that attracted to, they are like, this is the marriage. This is it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, so yeah. you are now with them forever, and there's a breakup involved. That's a long haul. Yeah. You know the I mean? 992. I thought we had something. Yeah. It's been seven dates. I, you know, I was going to introduce you to the family. Yeah, this is seven then. What, what are we doing? Yeah. 992, the personality, because now you're connected with the 338, their personality is so great that you're jiving. They're like, why wouldn't we be together forever? We have the best personality match ever. Yeah. And now they're the asshole that dumps someone because you're not attractive. Right. 992, you can get rid of, and people are like, yeah, I didn't like hanging with that person anyways. Yeah. So I'm going with the 992, buying the drinks. I'll invest some money. Yeah. Oh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Dean Del Rey at Dean Del Rey. Twitter and Instagram. Let there be talk. That's the podcast. Big guess. 22 year old virgin. Yeah. Okay. When did you lose your virginity? Uh, I think it was like 13. 13? 13, 14. I can't remember. This is right. why music is the best thing. Yeah. Maybe 15, you know? Yeah. I don't remember. 
No, ma- uh, you don't remember? I mean, I don't remember the age. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Do you remember who it was? Yeah. Who was it? It was just some girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I knew her. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, but it was. It like, wasn't anything important. No, no, we were like roller skating friends. Yeah, yeah. A woman would be like. Oh, like tell you tell you every detail about this person. You're yeah. just like, yeah, some chick. Yeah, I don't know. yeah we rollerbladed. Yeah. I mean, we were friends. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a bet. I mean, let's see. Yeah. Joe Jew Train, longtime Australian listener here with a terribly awkward situation. Yeah. Currently engaging in a swishing motion to symbolize the soft, careful feathering of your ball sack. Thank you. I know the title says I'm a virgin, but I've technically had sex at the ripe old age of 15. Okay. Similar. But that was seven years ago. And since then, I've had zero sex. For a long time now, I've just assumed I don't want or need sex. But I still have urges that I swiftly deal with by closing the doors and grabbing the tissues. Thank you. Thank you for that visual. Uh, Usually, I would dismiss advances of sex by coming up with some shitty excuses or acting distant and ending relationships early before they get overly intimate. Pretty pathetic, really, and most of my friends sadistically enjoy breaking my balls over it. Why does he do that? Yeah. Why not just have sex? Yeah, I don't know. Luckily, I'm not socially awkward around girls, nor am I ugly, so I can get girls. Well, we'll see. Uh, but this usually just ends with spooning or making out because I can never seal the deal. But now girls come along that I am finally ready to suck up my fear of sex and put my D in that V. I've listened to your podcast now for over a year, but I don't think I've ever heard someone's, uh, some solid sex move advice for virgins. <laughs> Well, stop calling him sex moves. Yeah, and he's not Whoever a virgin. Wanted. He's not a virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did it once. It must have been like horrible or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something never bad. Wanted, yeah, never. I mean, it might be a quick shot or whatever, but I mean, you know, something where he never wanted to do it again. So now my question What advice do you have for the shamed virgins in the audience that might be walking in their first moment of lovemaking? Should I be asking this girl if a certain position feels good? What is the go when uh, we're, ta- we're talking foreplay? Are there any secret sex rules that I wouldn't have learned in my puberty enraged 15 year old sex storm seven years ago? Help me, Jew Maestro. I have a problem. What do you think? What's your advice? I mean, I mean, well, he's got a girl he likes, right? There's a girl that's interested in maybe having sex with him. Like, right. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, you're definitely going to fuck because this is the, you know, you know, this is more ran- random and it's also not up to, it's up to both of you. you that's know? So right. We don't know what's going on. He should just, you know, if he's seeing her for a little yeah. bit, he should just ask her, like in this day and age, Yeah. he should, you know, because... You can't even make moves or anything anymore, so you gotta just kind of be like, "Hey, uh, let's let's just be adults here." Yeah. Uh, do you want to have intercourse? Sex moves. Let's yeah. leave that at the door. Yeah. Let's stop saying sex moves. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Look, look, I actually we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. I was talking with some people. You have to. There's a couple things I'll tell this guy. One, you can tell he's made it. A big thing in his mind. Right. Okay, he's made it. He keeps referencing 15. It's been seven years. He knows the exact years. Yeah. It's, it's, this is like horrifying. He's built up this sexual experience when it, when it happens to be like a, a really more important than it has to be. Yeah. 
I mean, those are the things you're going to fuck up. It's a lot like when Axl Rose didn't put out the Guns N' Roses follow-up. It had been so long that he was like, ah, I don't want to do it because it'll just fail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to just jump in the pool, man. You got to jump in the pool. Yeah, he's got (laughs) training, some rocky training. Yeah. Just start chubbing. But, I I mean, he could just talk to her. You know what I mean? He's got it. Here's the things he can come away with this podcast knowing. Everyone sucks at sex yep. every now and again. Yep. Even the best fuckers have a bad fuck. Yeah. Okay? We've all had a moment. It's a lot more like a baseball pitcher than it is anything else. Yep. Okay? Baseball pitchers get knocked around every fifth day sometimes. Yeah. It's not always a good outing. So understand that when you go, there's no one out there nailing it every time. It's not about the performance anyway. You know it's it's I mean? about being there. It's more like if he digs the girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like then you're you're on to something. We're not talking about like just a tender date here. No, you know th- what this I mean? is someone that's real to Yeah, me. if you dig her, then eventually it's just going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also foreplay. Dig into foreplay. Yeah. Be kissing parts of bodies. That, that give you the signs. Yes. You know what I'm Behind, saying? down the neck, yeah. inside of the leg. Go down on a bitch. Oh man. This is all things you could be doing. I want to be. I listen. I'm, I'm not the best sex person in the world. Yeah. But I'll make you a good side. Yeah. You know. You yeah, want to yeah. make the. You know. Sometimes you go. I Thanksgiving. I don't even eat turkey. All sides. Oh yeah. I'd rather all sides than the turkey. That's yep. the same for sex. Yeah, it's the same for sex. You could be sucking on the toe and she'll be going, what the fuck is this? And now you're toe guy. You know, like I'm just saying, there's more than just the thrusting. Absolutely. You have to set the scene. That's right. Thank you. Whipping in the shape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. But I'm saying they you all this stuff with sex. And then when you get to sex, in the middle of the foreplay, here's my advice. Let her know that you're a little nervous. Yeah. Let her know. Hey. Go, man, it's been a long time. It has been it's your a lucky while. day. Yeah. You get to show me some things. I'm exactly. Let the her be honesty the would b- turn them on more than your boner. Absolutely. We're so lucky to be men. Yeah. Because women will give you, women will be like, oh, but he like opened up to me. Yeah. Oh, man. Then it's like, you know, waterfalls. I've never gotten a heart, uh, boner <laughs> from some girl opening up to me. Oh. And oh. I'm telling you, girls are getting wet. Yeah. If you're like, hey, I just want to let you know it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, and I'm really nervous because I'm really enjoying our, you being, you know, hanging with you. And I, I dig you. And you I dig you. Me? Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship. That doesn't mean anything. That means that this experience right now, yep. I am so happy to be here, happy to be with you, but just want to let you know that you're going to have to be the teacher, baby. Yeah. And then they're like, it's on. I'm, you're my Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> Kar- Miyagi me. Karate lady. <laughs> this is what I need. Coming with the karate lady. Listen, J Train Podcast at Jima.com, Dean Del Rey at Dean Del Rey. So listen, we talked in the beginning about sponsors and follow the money. This is where we get to the new type of sponsor. We have a new sponsor. It's gonna be here all month. We're very excited, but this is how it all works. We've taken a chance to leave the comfortable waters of stand-up labs to come to the you know the choppiness of the of Times Square and Nutmeg Studios to bring you new sponsors that we think reflect the audience. So I Papa JT is gonna give you some money. Where do you got condoms? Oh I got I got <laughs> something better. I got I got something for this guy. 
Yeah. Tequila. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. right. E- e- ease it up. Ease it up. Yeah, lube it up. up. Lube yeah. up that talk. Yeah. Next thing you know, he might be talking like a dragon. <laughs> yes. You know well, I mean? with this tequila, he yeah. can. Yeah. It's called Ghost Tequila. Okay. And every episode, they're gonna sponsor a spicy email because Ghost Tequila is. That's right. There's the spice. Oh. Play that again, Shelby. <laughs> this is a spicy email of the week. Brought to you by Ghost Tequila. I'm going to introduce you to Ghost Tequila, okay? Here it is. Yeah. Perfect blend of 100%. It's a balance of 100% agave, azul, blanco, and a splash of ghost pepper designed to bring some spiciness into people's nights. And listen, I am a huge fan of spicy tequila. I usually go Vod Sodes. They sent me the product, okay? Papa J train has tasted it. Okay, it is damn good. I'm not going to even talk. I'm not going to. And listen, a lot of us are on the same wavelength. We don't want to go out and feel like shit the next day. Tequila better. You're not going to have as you're not going to have hangovers like you do with anything else. It's natural. Also, you're going with agave. Okay, low on the glycemic glycemic index. Now you're not for me. Diabetes. There you go. So these are the things you have to think about. When you're drinking, you want to be, have a good time, but you want to, you know, n- cut the sugar out. You want to have. You, you don't want, want to... your feet tangling. No. You don't want to lose a foot. No. This is exactly. This no. is the tequila of not losing feet. Yeah, man. And Ghost Tequila has given the listeners normally 100% agave bottles cost like 40 bucks and up. Ghost Tequila is affordable at just 25 dollars per bottle. Are you fucking kidding me? And here, listeners to J Train, okay, five dollars off. By going to ghosttequila.com, clicking buy online at the top right corner, and clicking on the Old Town Tequila button, okay? I know that's a lot of instructions, okay? But if you want this great tequila, you got to go an extra step. So you're going to go to ghosttequila.com, click buy online, and then you click Old Town Tequila, and and then you get $5 off using promo code GHOST5. That's promo code GHOST5, GHOST5, GHOST5. That's the promo. GhostTequila.com, buy online, Old Town Tequila, Ghost 5 is the promo for $5 off. Now, is let's, it a number 5 or the word 5? The number 5. Right. G-H-O-S-T 5. There you go. This is Ghost Tequila's spicy email of the week. Are you ready? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. First, I wanted to do my Ghost Tequila ad. Go. Tired of getting ghosted by those <laughs> ladies That's right. of the night? Yes. Drink ghost tequila. Your problems will be gone. There it is. Ghost tequila. I like the I like the ghost sound. Let's do the spicy. And here's this is the the official podcast. The dumb. Uh, Let's do the spicy email of the week. How I messed up an intensely sexy and hot scene. Need help for next time. Ooh, this is spicy. Last night. (laughs) Last night was a planned get-together with this setup. I and another dude having an MFM fun with a chick. MFM? Male, female, male. Oh, wow. Well, that's not a two-on-one. Two two What's up with on the complicated one. I uh, mean, coding? that's a lot of swords. Yeah, yeah. One too many for me. You're afraid of that? I, I don't think I could make eye. The eye contact would yeah. really bother me. I think that's what I would. How old are you? 33. Yeah, you'll get over that. Have you done it? Have you had a male, female, male? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, you, you don't even Friend? notice. Friend? You don't even notice. 
Yeah. You don't even notice. Well, what if you're at an orgy and there's dicks around and stuff? Do you walk out of the orgy? I've never really thought, what if I'm at an orgy? I'm just saying, would you walk out of an orgy? No, probably not. Uh, I'd I'd be sitting there with uh, my ghost tequila, uh, sipping. What's the... So you've been in threesome situations before. I mean, I saw one on TV. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, you ever see that movie? uh, Oh, my God. It was about the guy from Hogan's Heroes. No. Oh, fuck it. I forget what it's called. It's incredible. But there's a scene where they're two on one and... And uh, the guy actually rubbed his dick on the other guy. Oh, my God. And, and, and he fucking never talked to him again. <laughs> I would leave. I got, I got to go. Hey, he, he called you it a, he you called take it a care gr- of the coming. He called it a group grope. <laughs> it was hilarious. I forget what that fucking movie's called. So I had another dude having male MFM fun with a chick while her bestie was there rubbing on her. And giving encouragement and color commentary. Wait, that's like a two-on-two. Two. That's, yeah. That's, that, that's not a, yeah. That's weird to be the one in the corner. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, throw yeah. the dick that way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me in the corner. <laughs> that's me in the spotlight. <laughs> Rubbing on my clinic. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> it was a great scenario. A drink and bong hits before hot action uh, ensued. Very porn-like. So fratty. <laughs> so fratty. This is a fr- this is like. Can you get some of that porn music? Yeah, up? We, we got it. We got it on. Slow but not slow. Taking off clothes. BJ's before double BJ's. I don't even know what a double BJ is. Wow. Then I she fuck was going her. mouth to mouth. Right? I guess so. Yeah. Then I fuck her before he fucks her, her from the different position. Lots of oral. She brings a dildo. The friend is splashing water on her tits. Also hot. Oh my god. I, I mean, it's getting hot in this booth yeah, here. It's fucking... Before an intended double penetration could happen, though, and actually earlier than that, my dick just turned off. Oh. He saw his buddy's hairy butt. Something happened. It was just like gone. Now, this wasn't the first time this happened, and unfortunately, I. (laughs) 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 Can you imagine? You have this hot porn music. Oh, man. Play the porn music. We'll go. Oh, man. Penises everywhere. Vaginas throwing. Then it's on. Oh, it's on. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. What the fuck? Uh. What? What my, happened? My penis. Oh. Yeah. No. You, you know what that scene? You know what, that's always the scene in the porn yeah. where the one guy's still rubbing it. You know that? You ever see the guy waiting to go? He's just yeah. rubbing his dick the whole time, like just trying to keep it hard, keeping the chub going. Yeah. Right. And the other, and he's like, "Come on, man! I got to get in there before this <laughs> thing goes away." The funniest part is that we don't respect porn stars as like somewhat athletes yeah until a moment like this you're like oh i am i'm not i'm an amateur yeah yeah well those porn guys got to be using viagra now there's right? gotta be something yeah there's on. just no way now this wasn't the first time this has happened unfortunately it doesn't happen all the time but it's getting to be a pattern even though other experiences are not always as intense as the scene i just described no i, I don't think they should be and what is what happens is i'm in some situation that is so good so hot and then i get to a point where i'm like oh my god this is so great i'm having the best time this is the best scene the best sex and then i talk just talk Toggle off. My dick just limps out. I think that's better than coming. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what the what that's about. I've never been like mid boner and then it just drops just off, gone away. I mean, I've, he, ca- I've came quickly. Oh, I've come quickly. Oh, oh yeah. What I think he didn't describe is the 
He said he booze and and weed. He forgot to say he was on some coke. There too. might that could have been that gives you the coke noodle. I'll still keep on with the action during during doing oral or fingering or whatever, so I'm not just rudely stopping the fun. But I clearly lose steam, so to speak, and then get way wrapped up in my head about what's happening. I'll do some uh, mental spiraling and try to. <laughs> back by fantasizing about porn or whatever but that he's probably, in a porn yeah he's in a porn he's gonna go away from the porn yeah he's fantasizing about another porn <laughs> he's that, like maybe yeah he's, he's like there should be more dudes in here there <laughs> should be some more dudes in there that's something it might be the vagina that's throwing them off but that just probably just fuels more spiraling eventually things fizzle out i think it's to my credit that i don't apologize or make a deal of it and i'm certainly my own reality but it's obvious I don't want to be uh, be uh, this to be a reality. What are any tips to get over this hump, this mental block? Thanks. Keep doing what you do. Do you have any tips? Well, uh, I, I I mean, I I don't know. You know, like I do know a lot of people that drink mm. and then their dick yeah, stops. Whiskey, whiskey dick. dick, you know, or if you do coke. So I don't know. It might be something that he's uh, he's if it, if it only happens, I don't know, when he's partying. I mean, um, this is a very specific scenario that went for longer than I can. Like the the amount of time that was this. I mean, even the email was long. Yeah. I don't even know if I could keep it hard throughout this email. I don't even know if he's talking about is it happen? Is this guy having threesomes all the time, or is yeah. it does it happen when he's just one on one? It feels like it, it's, it's a thing that happens maybe one on one. I I, oh, I got you one on one. Yeah, then I, I don't know. You know, one less porn. Get rid of porn because yeah. I think we wear. Well, we're doing, I don't watch porn at all. You're out on porn. Uh, yeah, I quit a couple years ago. And you feel better now? Well, I, I mean, you just get desensitized. Yes. And, and also, it's just, you know, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's almost like if I go on stage too much, mm. like if I go on five times in one night, I'm just kind of like, I'm not in it anymore. You're not even writing material. You're just getting it over with. Yeah, you're just doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I stopped watching porn a couple years ago. Right? I got out of porn. I went to Still Life's. Um, yeah. And then I was back to porn, and I'm I'm actually like thinking of going off again. I go old school uh, Instagram sounds. Oh, I- <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like old grandpa porn. Just moans. <laughs> I just a hit woman m- moaning moan tracks. <laughs> oh, if Shelby plays a moan, you're you you try to get hard. Yeah, just fucking whoa. Mm. You try to mm. yeah. There oh, you go. Hard. There you go. <laughs> I think for this guy also like. The one thing about the, the spiraling thing, and kind of to go back to the, the virgin, yeah, yeah. is, listen, the, the penis is, is, does what it does. It's almost a separate entity on your body. You, we, no one's really like, ta- you know, think of it like a, you know, the, the, the guy with the flute playing the snake out of the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. we don't know how it works. Nope. Very few men have this, like, control over their penis that they would like to have. So understand that happens, and maybe you sit with, you know the girl in the corner rubbing her rubbing herself, yeah. And you go take a break with her for for an hour, yeah. Or don't rub one out at all for like a week, yeah. Uh, and then that thing will probably stay the whole time. I mean, I if I don't rub it out for a week, I turn into a crazy person. Oh, it's just fuck yeah, right. <laughs> you can go old school wet dreams if you don't rub one out for a while, dude. Like seventh grade shit. I was thinking about we get a lot of women uh, females that write in. Really, you got like, women listeners? We oh, this is. I got like get... four on my podcast. Really? Yeah, like four. Oh, we <laughs> we get a lot of pe- you know ladies writing in, and it's like, um, it's. You know, I think a lot of them, they'll say men are trash. 
you know, and I'm like, no, horny men are trash. Right. You know, like, yeah, 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 there's yeah, a yeah. difference. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. if I haven't masturbated for a week, someone will be like, hey, can you sign my petition? I'll be like, show me your tits. Like, go crazy. Yeah. So I, I do think there needs to be, and we have a Dre Train podcast whack off schedule that people should be keeping towards. Yeah. We should update that, Shelby, right? We should. Uh, what do we got now? We it, Right now, the whack off schedule goes as follows. Yeah. Monday before bed, like a hot glass of milk. Tuesday before bed, no masturbate Wednesday, no masturbate Thursday. No, no, no. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you masturbate before right. bed. None Thursday, none Friday, none Saturday. If you don't hook up over the weekend, hat-trick Sunday. Wow. Well, but you don't have any morning rubouts, man. It's like morning rubouts are a must. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I would go back to bed. I, I think that oh. would ruin the day for oh, me. Man, you, you, what, what do you do with that boner when you wake up in the morning? I, I say that's my cup of coffee. I don't even need coffee. You just, <laughs> just get up and walk around I, with it? I hang my clothes on it to dry <laughs> off. <laughs> you, just, you just fucking start the day with start a boner and wait for it to go away? I do. Wow. Because I'm in my mind, if I, if I go for it, then I'm like, that's another hour. Oh man, it's a, it's too indulgent. Yeah, for me, I, on a I don't fuck night. around at night. I'm already tired. I'm I'm good to go. Oh, a night before bed. That's like the the king of uh, of wax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. That is our spicy email of the week. Brought to you by Ghost Tequila. Go to ghosttequila.com. <laughs> Click buy online, top right corner. Go to Old Town Tequila button. And then you get you use code ghost number five ghost five for five dollar off. Um, we're really excited to have Ghost Tequila involved with us. Um, I think it's a great product. You drink it on the rocks with a lime. You make spicy margaritas. And and, and we're next week, uh, next episode, we're going to talk about the Bloody Marys with this puppy. <laughs> J Train Podcast here with Dean Del Rey. We're going to do. One more email. All right. And then we're going to get to some news. That sound good? Yep. Shelby, sound good to you? Love it. There we go. Always on board. Jared, I'm new to your podcast and am seeing your li- and I saw your live podcast in Chicago uh, and had a great time. People show up? Oh, sold out. It was oh, yeah? Great. Yeah. Where sold at? Out, uh, Zanies. Oh, right. We had three shows there. We did one live podcast and two stand-up. It was fucking amazing. I love mean, that club. Which one? The downtown? Downtown. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. I went to St. Charles. I had a good time out there. Have you been to St. Charles? The other one? Yeah. Yeah, with the uh, sky, indoor skydiving place across the street. This is their other one. They have oh. a third one that's oh, wow. in a, like a, a golf resort. Oh, I don't know that one. And it, it's in a barn. Whoa. It's kind of cool. It was Rad. fun. Um, I met a guy mid-January out at a happy hour. We were consistently hang out every week. So there's a lady email. No, lady email. I met a guy mid, uh, mid-January, happy hour. We were consistently hanging out every week. He introduced me to a lot of his friends. We were equally smart, attractive, fun, etc. The first night we met, he found out that I liked to cook and asked me to make him my Nona's Famous Meatballs. Whoa. Known as famous meatballs. That sounds sounds that sounds like it's gonna lead to him making a joke that he shouldn't lay in the night. Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. This is her making her known as famous de- meatballs. Definitely something's gonna be going down with balls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A few weeks later, I make this guy my meatballs. 
Oh my god. <laughs> so funny to leave what the a, email. What a, what a shit date too, because somewhere oh. around there on that date, uh, like date three, sure. like we were talking about, she was like, you know, my Nona's meatballs are famous. Yeah. And you're like, oh shoot me. Now I gotta yeah, fucking eat these the things. Fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look at that. That's oh, so funny. Oh, that had to be just a fuck. That For got, a girl, the girls ah. listening to this right now are going, what? Yeah. That's such a nice thing, and we're like, no. No, you're fuck. like, oh, like he was stuck there. Yeah. Like at, at, at Olive Garden. Also, and she was like, these aren't meatballs. Oh, my yeah. Nona's meatballs are. The fame. Oh, you man. gotta try them now. You, uh, now every meatball can't be as good. Oh yeah, as yeah. her fucking. And old then you bitch. gotta lie. You yeah. gotta lie if they these suck. The you gotta lie and go. These are incredible. Yeah, people should sneak oh. their famous recipes yeah. into you. Yeah. Just be like, hey, what do you think? And then you yeah. go, fuck, I can't even believe you can cook. You yeah. know, that blows a dude away. Yes. In 2018, yes. when's the last time you met someone that could cook? Undersell- and I'm not being sad. I'm saying even dudes. Sure, I'm not sure, saying sure. women. I'm talking Everybody. dudes, anybody. It's interesting that you say that. She said... The minute she calls them Nona's famous meatballs yeah. is the minute they have to be the best thing she, he's ever tasted. I used to do a bit about it whenever someone says like, oh, my grandma's, uh, you know, is way better than this cheesecake. And I'd be like, what? fuck you. We're yeah. Wolfgang Pot. It's not better. <laughs> or they'd be a goddamn yeah. chef. Or also, what are you supposed to say? Fuck your grandma? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's just what you grew up yeah. on. You know what I mean? It's like music. Sure. People go, I love this band. And you didn't grow up in that area. You're like, I don't like that band at all. Yeah. It's the same thing with your cheesecake or your meatballs. <laughs> the, uh, a few weeks later, I make this guy my meatballs. We had friends over. We had friends over, all was perfect. We went another few weeks of cooking each other's other meals, then having sleepovers. Then he pulled the, I didn't want anything serious line. Why fuss with the meatballs when you can just fuck and be done with it? Did he care on some level? What do we think? Ooh, man, that's tough. This is a really good email. It is. um, Because it's very, and it's good email for a woman to write in and hear two men talk about, because I think it's interesting that she connects him eating the meatballs with right. this is the the girl I want to be with. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know? Yeah, you know it. I don't. You know, I don't know. It is such a tough thing being a dude. Uh, I don't. I think me. You're talking to okay. me. I'm 52. You single? You got a girl? Yeah, with, single. And yeah. you and you get ruined over years of uh, of your routine. Or what you're into. You know what I'm saying? Explain that. Uh, What I'm saying is like, you can, if you go a long time and then you bring somebody into the fold Uh and then it starts to change stuff in your life. You get a little like, ah, I don't know about this. I got to get the fuck out of here. This is very interesting. What you're saying, and I kind of relate to it, is like. You, as you get older, you're like you're this stuck is, in your ways. I have things in my life that I do on a daily basis, and you know this is kind of the nice thing about meeting someone when you're younger. You kind of develop together. Totally, and, totally. And, and now I don't know what age they are, but I'm just saying what sure. happens to me. Uh, I get about you know a couple months in or something, and then you're like, Fuck, do I? Do I really like her? I like her. Yeah. Like you, you're going to like someone if you're around for a couple months. Sure. But then it's almost, to me, mandatory of like, I should do the polite thing and cut cut this 
so she could find someone that, you know, might want to go, the, you know, because then I start thinking about things like, holy fuck, man, a year can go by, two, three years can go by quick, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is going to be rough now. Yeah, you know? and now you've wasted a part yeah, of this person's life. Yeah, you fucked that life person, life man, it Because sucks. you were only looking for so much of a thing. Well, you're not sure. Yeah. I mean, you're always like, oh, I think I'm ready now. For me. Yeah. I no, think I I'm ready to go, this. man. And then it goes a couple months. I go, fuck, I'm still not that. You know, like, well, I'm just like a freak because all I care about is comedy. Yeah, of course. Stand up, that's it. So I'm just like out of the game totally. Yeah. I don't even jump in anymore because I know it's, I don't want to fucking be rude to the mm-hmm. person. I feel weird. Since I don't party or anything, I feel weird like, oh, I got to cut this loose. But you got to get in situations, since you don't party, since you're not drinking, you must be in situations where you're meeting women and they're going, Hey, he was, we were so, we had a sober hangout. Yeah. And now they've elevated that as a better hangout than people they've seen in the past because those were just drunken flings. Right. Right. Like, that's kind of what this girl's talking about. She's saying, I made him the meatballs. Yeah. He, that must mean he likes me. We cooked together. Those are things I would do with my future, whatever it may be, whether it's a five year relationship or marriage. And I know she's not thinking of marriage, but he looked at it and he was like, Hey, listen, we've had the meatballs. I'm having fun having sex. But I can see in you that those meatballs meant something different than my balls. Right. To him, he was yeah, like. He's probably going, no big deal. Whatever. I just had the meatball. It was just something to do yeah, on it was date good. 19. Yeah. And I was tired of fucking <laughs> going out and buying food. I, 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 <laughs> but a lot of women will connect these very yep. nice gestures to whether guys are more in or not. Right. And generally those things matter zero to guys. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I, like it, it'd be weird. Here was, here's the weirder circumstance. You say, hey, my Nona's meatballs are the best. And then he goes, yeah, I'm not ready to eat your Nona's meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's he gonna, like, oh, like, you'd be like, what do you mean you're not ready? And he'd be like, well, I just wanna fuck you. I don't give a fuck about your old grandma. Yeah. And her balls. Turns out that That's, that, he's not that was some subliminal test on her side. Yes. Turns out. And and guys cannot fucking navigate those kinds of weird, like, invisible messages. You he, know what I mean? But he yes. could just been watching the game. She's like... Hey, what about Thursday? I make my known as famous meatballs. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. He doesn't even realize what he just said. It's like the puffy shirt episode <laughs> of Seinfeld. Yeah, and next yeah. thing you know, he's eating these goddamn meatballs and she's planning a wedding. Yeah, you well, yeah. I mean? and, 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 and we jumped to wedding. And I know she's probably sitting there being like, oh, you know, I don't, I just, I don't mean wedding. But right. this is where guys go. They, you know, where we go, oh, the meatballs, man, not, these aren't just meatballs. Right. These are relationships we're eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what we're eating is wedding vows. Yes. Right here. <laughs> and, 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 and a lot of times you have to judge. You can't judge someone by like, oh, he ate the meatballs. He must be in. Because people won't tell you to your face what they fucking mean. No. Nope. They're not going to say, they're not going to go, I don't really fucking care about your meatballs, but I still like fucking you. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm looking for. It's like and, a lot of times I'll tell someone straight up, yeah. man, you don't want to fuck around. Uh, alls I do is work. Yes. Alls I do is work. And then yeah. they take that as a challenge. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, and they... But you haven't seen my Nona's meatballs. Yeah, you yeah. know, and then after a couple months when they can't change you, they're like, oh, fuck, can't, I, I told you at I the top. I told you the deal. I totally told you the top. I just think, you know, the thing that you set yourself up for disappointment when you sit there being like, well, if he has the meatballs, he's in. Right. You know, like... 100%. You're not going to win that. And yeah. you might be right once. You're going to be right once. Yeah. But you're not going to be right every time. Nope. And no one's going to look at you and go, fuck your Nona's meatballs. Yeah. It's going to become a joke. It becomes like it becomes a different thing than it is. And I see where she's coming from because she's sitting there being like, well, why would he do those things that boyfriends do? Because it felt good. It feels good to look at someone and go, hey, these are delicious. It feels and good to cook for someone. And he didn't want to fucking create waves, maybe. He doesn't, and yeah, then exactly. he's just kind of like, ah, fuck, I'm trapped here. The meatballs. I don't, yeah, yeah. And uh, now, now we're in a thing. Yeah. I don't know how he says no to the meatballs and you guys go on. Let me tell you, I don't know any man that says no to meatballs or vagina. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> we love balls. We love vagina. <laughs> Dean Del Rey. This has been amazing. Thank you for answering the emails. Thank you, dude. At Dean Del Rey, Twitter and Instagram. Let's do some news. Yep. Which, by the way, I wouldn't mind trying those meatballs. They sound delicious. Yeah, they do. Anything with Nona. When you have a different name for a grandma yeah, that's yeah. not, like, American, I'm, like, going to trust those meatballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelby, you got some news? There is a YouTuber in the news, and not for reasons that he'd like to be. Uh-oh. Okay. Have you ever heard of Arab Andy? Nope. His name is Arab Andy. Mm-hmm. Arab Andy. These first, YouTubers. First of I, all, that second name is not his name. <laughs> if his first name's Arab. Well, or <laughs> well, not knowing anything right now, he either is. Uh, this is my guess right now. Yeah. Okay. He's either a white kid named Andy who is oh, yeah, who's <laughs> awful to Arab people, yeah, yeah. or he's a really funny Arab guy who who is named Andy. Like yeah, it can only yeah. be one or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And you're but you're in LA for part of the year. Yep. You must see these YouTubers more than I would ever see them. I don't see any of those YouTubers. Never. Um, they were they don't work in any clubs or anything. I okay. mean, you know what I mean. But, but they're going on the road. Well, man. when I'm on the road though, that's when I fucking see a poster yeah. and I go. What the fuck is that? And they yeah. go, oh, man, he came in and played video games. There's 900 sold-out <laughs> shows. And you're like, and they're like, where's your people? And you're yeah. like, fuck, I do comedy. Yeah. If I wanted to play video games, I would still be at the arcade. Yeah. I'd be a champion. I didn't know that was going to be a thing you could do in a, in a fucking comedy club. Watching people play video games. Like, Unbelievable! That, I can't believe people do it. I don't shit on the guy doing it. I shit on the people that go. Yes. What kind of life do you have? I remember I would go to like friends' house when I was younger, and we play like Madden. Yeah. And like watching it, the game being played was like the worst. Oh, if you weren't on. If you lost, I'm like, oh, I gotta sit here for a fucking oh, hour until fuck my turn. That. Yeah. What's, what's up with uh, Arab Andy? How racist is he? By the way, the answer was the latter choice, but minus funny. Okay, so he's just an Arab guy named Andy. Yeah. Okay. So his whole shtick is... <laughs> She'll be like, so dismissive. How many followers does he have? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how many followers? He's probably got a million or two million. What's he got? It's not that much, thankfully. Okay, okay good. But his whole thing is he... Like, there's this app where you can... He live streams, and you can send him, like, amount of money. So you can, like, pledge $3 and type in a sentence on, like, this text-to-speech thing that'll play off a speaker 
on his chest while he walks around. Wow. So of course, oh, so it's kind of like he's like uh, he's a cam girl. He's a cam girl. Yeah, and then like if somebody's walking up, it could be like fuck your eyes or whatever. It's exactly like that. Or he's walking around like sorry for nine eleven, and then you'll see on the screen like so and so, and it's like all offensive stuff. Oh, Who's gonna man. write like? See, wh- see, wh- this is like. This kid is playing out the fantasies of the biggest losers at home. Yeah. Oh, that's You're, the worst. That's yeah. like having every racist built into your chest. Yes. That's all you're doing. Yeah. It, you got like every racist guy in America. I can't wait. Now get to Times Square now. This the guy over there. Get him. This is speed yeah. for racists. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, the it's movie giving Speed. The, yeah, it's giving those shitty people. Yeah. A fucking voice in Times Square instead of having to buy a flight and be face to face with their racism. Yeah. Oh. So what does he do? So yeah. what happened? And he's gotten in trouble before because, of course, it just turns racist. Yeah. Sure. Some type of offensive. <laughs> just turns racist. Yeah. I just love that the internet yeah. is yeah. the internet always. Uh, like yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm gonna play. Have a speaker box and you can say whatever you want. Yeah, be like, I love you, Grandma. <laughs> Wait, no. It's never that. I no. think that's kind of his intention. Yeah, he does have the name Arab Andy. This is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, he's asking for it. So he went. I can't uh, believe they're not just destroying him. Yeah. With that yeah. name, you know what I mean. So he live streamed on. YouTube last week uh, from the U- University of Washington campus. Uh-oh. And about half an hour into his stream, of course, he's going around. They're dropping some racist things, this and that. He goes into a classroom, oh. and everybody kind of looks at him, and I will play uh, what happened right So he here. just walks oh, into a is, random this classroom? This has got to be a, cl- a class shooting thing somebody's get, fucking doing. S- someone stands up horrible, and just like, get right? the fuck out of here. Dub students. C4 has been successfully activated. Bomb detonation countdown successfully started. Oh Whoa, no. Man. <laughs> Haraz so, is heard laughing while everyone runs out in a panic and his sound effects continue with sirens and screams. Wow. As he walks out of the building, oh, he says he's impressed by the reaction he just provoked. Oh, this guy. Yeah, he yeah, he's an idiot. Idiot. Fuck that guy. What he's a fucking lucky piece he didn't of get shit. shot. So, yeah. um, yeah, they. YouTube, on their whole guidelines, they pulled the video down, like the record of the live stream, but we'll post the link to this uh, news piece on it, and you can see he just stands there, and he looks pretty awkward. Well, that's the thing. These, we've given power to and the somebody, powerless. S- somebody did that for $2. Yeah, and for gave, two bucks. Gave him like two bucks. Yeah, and then he went into the classroom. But, like I play, I think he's as much of a loser as 100%. the people that are like sending him the money to to do a bomb threat at 100%. a school. And it's like this, this is like, you know, it's funny that like we have this like nerd revolution. Like yeah. the nerds are in charge. Yeah, and look what they're doing once they get in charge. They're yeah. acting like fucking assholes. Was it the nerds of the new boys? The I've worst. Been, I've been saying that for a long time. It, dude, it's, it's insane. It's almost like they've. They've gathered up so long of, of just hate that they're just firing out. Like, that's what hacking is. It's yeah. just all bullies, you know? And, right? and, and it's so interesting. Like, a guy like this, now he's been given power because he has some sort of following. So there's a nerd directing a nerd on yeah. how to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and I don't know what we'd rather. Like, people get mad at, like, bankers and stuff. And it's yeah, like, yeah. at least we know what they're after. Yeah, at least yeah, we know yeah. that they, they want fucking money and they don't give a shit about anyone else. I don't even know. It's like the Joker. I don't even know what these people get out of this. I don't either. I, I mean, 
It'd be funny if he was just walking around and they had him kept constantly saying, like, I'll suck your dick. Yeah. I'll suck your dick. Like, weird, dumb, fucking weird shit. I think he's gotten in trouble for that, like, county fairs and shit. Oh, but, you know, man. It should, the, what he should do, is the only way this is funny is if you could pay to make him fart. Yeah, yeah. A fun fart joke. Yeah. That's really where this should begin and end. I can't even believe he thought of this, thought this up. Like, I'm going to go into this classroom. Yeah, because he's a fucking loser. Yeah, he, he had probably... This is out of Die Hard where he wants to be the fucking villain. Yeah. Well, sorry. he's an idiot for doing it in the first place, but he probably thought that it would be like... Hey, my dick is hard, or something. People yeah, are like, he didn't, what? And but he, he didn't comes see in bomb threat coming, looking yeah. very awkward, and then all of a sudden it says the C four de- detonates, and like if you see the video, in like everything that happens, all these people immediately run out of the room. Of course, oh. and especially with That'd what's be going funny on if right they now. Trampled them. Yeah, how great would that have been? Like, ah! sh- <laughs> he just gets trampled. They should all get. To live stream them punching him in the face one at a time. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be fun. So later on in his whole live stream, he like it shows him on the live stream getting arrested, and the people that are <laughs> pledging started playing "fuck the police" through his oh, little speaker. Man. Wait a minute, the police couldn't get rid of like uh, they you know what's take great it off. Well, they That'd be thought... great if the police just billy clubbed them, you know, because they don't understand that that thing is like you know being streamed. So this they... is out of a sci-fi movie. Yeah. This is crazy. But what? They, the cops also they don't know. There's a guy doing a prank. That's what they, I'm saying. They, yeah. they thought there's like a bomb on well, his chest. I, so oh yeah. In the uh, video, they were like, "Put your phone down, get down." And he's like, "Bro, it's just a prank." Is and like, yeah. He's, yeah. So uh, now he's in jail, and I think the thing, in jail that's still working. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all these people writing in, like yeah. I will be, you yeah, know, like, yeah, like yeah. I will. My ass is open for business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, he's just in there, like he's getting live piss streamed. Right on. I'm like, you're my new boy. <laughs> Please pee on me. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I will be your bitch. Meet me in the shower. <laughs> he's oh like, no, it's a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my so he's God. in jail? And the thing about, like, Washington, they have, like, a weird law that may come into place that, like, a joke bomb threat may not be prosecuted the same way as a real one, so we'll have to see how this Death penalty. Yeah. Let's all all hope. Just eliminate (laughs) that guy. I mean, yeah. Those are the type of people that are just like, all right, you're out of here. We don't need you. Yeah, yeah. we just start taking people out like that. Yeah. It'll be, like, way less people in the world. And we can get rid of, you know. uh, No, my God. Any other stories? Whether it'd be great is if, they could find out who sent that onto his speaker and arrest that guy. That would, that be, would be amazing. We have to start learning. Yeah. People have to start learning. This yep. isn't the way the world works. Yeah. You know, just because you can do it doesn't mean it yeah. should be done. Yep. I don't know. We got one more story, Shelby? We have one uh, story. Dean, we'll do you, it real quick. I can see you have uh, several tattoos. Yep. Uh, Pete Davidson, we're oh, all yeah. aware of him. Friend of mine. A a fop, a former podcast guest, made good, friend of the pod. Well, Pete Davidson, maybe he's in the news, Uh, he broke up with his girlfriend in May, has started dating pop superstar Ariana Grande, already has two Ariana Grande tattoos. Now, I saw this story, and I love Pete. Me too. Great guy, so funny, I've known him for a long time, um... 
Let's just let the audience know that the timeline that you're on for when these breakups happen and these new relationships oh, yeah. happen are not the same timeline as the reality. Yeah, I mean, it could have been months ago. We don't know when they broke up right. and when this new thing started, but, you know, because I saw a lot of people online being like, oh, after two weeks or whatever it is, and it's like, you don't know the timeline. You yep. don't know how these things go, how how late in the relate you know how much that that relationship was on the rocks right and when it ended you know we don't know these things we get these things secondhand so like you know i do think it's i mean it's quicker than i get a tattoo because i just have no tattoos right you know, oh, but yeah, you have yeah. a lot of tattoos would you yeah. have you ever gotten one for a woman no but if it was like uh i mean they were very small mm. and uh his tattoos the ones he got yeah, yeah, yeah they were really small and it was like i wouldn't even know I guess they're her symbols or something, but I yeah, don't, I don't and he even can know. move on from them. Oh, no, one was her initials. Be, yeah, those would be long gone if it doesn't, you know, doesn't work out. It doesn't matter. You I'm know? so happy for Pete. Yeah. I got you're you're banging Ariana Grande. I you don't did know it. who that is, which was hilarious because <laughs> really? it's not. I'm not in that music world the of pop. You know, I have no idea mm. who they are. You know, at all. Like, yeah, I. I I used to DJ, okay. and I remember people would be like, you know who that was? I go, no. Yeah. They were just like, oh, man, that was such and such. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless they're, like, arrested multiple times, like Britney Spears or, you know, sure. people like that, I don't know who they are. I'm happy for Pete. I yeah. got to say, I mean, like, she is a world-famous person. They What's tried her? to blow her up in England last year. I, someone tried. Remember, we talked about this on this podcast. Like, she is a oh, is that the one international that, that, superstar, and Lil Pete Davidson, yeah, just yeah, got man. into it. They're good for him. Yeah, dude, I love it. Dean Del Rey, thank you for coming on, man. Thanks, man. Thanks so for fantastic. Me. All of you go follow Dean on Twitter and Instagram at Dean Del Rey. Yeah, go please. follow. Let there be talk. He's going to be in Boston this Thursday, the seventh at Nick's Comedy Shop. Get involved with what Dean's doing. So funny, so great. Shelby, thank you for popping on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed, coming to you from Nutmeg Studio. We're so pumped to be here. We're so pumped to have Ghost Tequila on board. Use their promo code GHOST5. Get $5 off at uh, ghosttequila.com. You can also find all that stuff in the description of every episode. You can find all our sponsors. At Jared Freed on Instagram. Jared Freed on Facebook. JTrain56 on Twitter. JTrain56 on Snap. We'll be back next episode. Boom.